right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Truth and Transparency Podcast with your host, Brother X, and the cultured scientist. So you've you been hanging out with the clear-eyed guy again? I don't know where I got that from, but it does sound like the clear-eyed guy. Oh, man, she, she's a lot, guys. You, you can judge all you want. All right, but we want to let you know that the Truth and Transparency Podcast is a podcast that talks openly and honestly about different events, both from relationships to current events to topics that we think up on the fly. And we want to let you guys know that we are on different social media platforms as well as on most streaming platforms as well. So with today's episode, we actually want to kind of start off with our superhero fight. And with that, we're actually going to take a look at our cards. We weren't as prepared this time, so if you give us a minute, we're going to look at them. But Malcolm was more prepared this time. See, man? All right. So please let us know if you are listening to this episode, whether or not you want us to keep the host names, because it's really hard for us to remember. I'm sure you've heard it enough times that you're kind of annoyed by it. But we want to hear from you guys. So let us know. If you want us to keep up the host names, we will. If not, we'll definitely try to pick one way or the other. Hmm. So, so my options are, because mm-hmm. Malcolm already chose his, but I, I didn't choose mine. So mine are the Apache Warrior, the Jack Bauer, a mermaid. The Jack Bauer? Or whatever. <laughs> um, throwing spears, armed with Cupid's bow, or can see three seconds into the future. Hmm. So what are you going to pick? She's thinking really hard, guys. I, I know you can't see it, but she's thinking hard about what she wants it to be. Because I don't know. Don't judge me. Okay. A- Apache. Apache. Is what? the Native American Indians, right? Is one of the Native is Americans. A, is, is one. Yes. Okay. We're just going to go, because I want to be culturally sensitive. Okay. We're going to go with the mermaid. Okay. Who can throw spears. Okay. And we I, ain't like the little mermaid in these streets. Alright. And how is this possible? Why? <laughs> <laughs> so what you guys don't see is that her second random card was she's a mermaid throwing spears, but it's on a pogo stick. And mine, and no, this is not rigged against her. I have Rambo. Sylvester Stallone as that army guy with laser eyes and can duplicate one of the opponent's attributes. I promise you, this game is not rigged. We do not cheat here on the Truth and Transparency podcast. All right, 30 seconds on the clock. Let's go. All right. Well, I got to pick which ability I, I want to a copy. Oh, I thought you already picked your abilities. No, it has. I can copy one opponent's ability. My abilities are not... You're going to pick the throwing the spears one. Well, maybe I wanted to make it fair and be on a pogo stick. But uh, since you said it, I'm going to pick throwing spears now. Oh, you were going to be nice. Yes, I was going to be nice. Oh. But it's too late now, so I'm just going to go ahead and have, throw spears and have laser eyes. So, you, would you like me to go first? Sure. All right, I'm going to get 30 seconds on the clock. One second, guys. Get my friend the timer ready. All right. So... Three, two, one, go. So, the reason why the Rambo with laser eyes and throwing spirits would actually defeat the Little Mermaid is the fact that the Little Mermaid is a little thotty. If you realize, she basically sold her voice and sold out her entire kingdom to be with the man. So all he has to basically fake like he actually loves her, she's going to be love struck, so she's not going to willingly be 
be willing to throw spears. And on top of that, once she gets close enough, he's going to hit her with the laser eyes and burn her to death. The end. Are you done? I'm done. Okay. Um, in, okay, go ahead. All right, timer on the clock. Ready, go. In general, I couldn't get past what you just said. I am not the Little Mermaid. I am a fierce black mermaid who will defeat you on my pogo stick. I will wrap my tail around, uh-huh. and I will use my pogo stick as a weapon. It will block the lasers. And then I will throw the spears. And oh, you gonna throw my? You gonna throw spears too? They're gonna collide. And I can breathe underwater. You cannot. I win. Uh-huh. That's my argument, people. That, that, that's how you feel. That's how I feel today. That's how you feel right I now. I ain't the little mermaid. Oh, okay. She All was right. hopeless. Ah, I'm just saying, man. If you go back and watch that movie, she she was a little thotty. She was dumb. You she gave up your little... voice for a man. Sold out her father, whole family for a man. I'm just saying. We can talk about that later, though. We can. But you, <laughs> but, let, but let us know in the comments and your ratings and all the other streaming platforms who you think actually won. Let us know on social media. I, I don't know about that. We're trying to be impartial. But <laughs> Call me. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Yvonne Orgy. I love me some Yvonne Big Orgy. fan of Insecure. <laughs> all right. But with today's episode, we're actually going to go into our next segment, which is. Huh. I just think it's funny. Okay. Where Tia actually lets us know about something that she thinks is funny in the most non-funny way possible. Okay. Sometimes it's funny for everybody. And in the words of Brother X, (laughs) his favorite saying to say to me is just because it's not funny to you does not mean it's not funny for me. And it's not meant for you. So. You kind of mix up my words, but we'll talk about it. Whatever. You know what I was saying. Sure. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Today's. Usually, it's I think it's funny it has to do with something that has either agitated me or caused me to go on a rant. So, chop <laughs> in, guys. Today's not as bad as the past. Okay. However, we were preparing for our we we're introducing new segments mm. um, on our um, Instagram posts because we are just more than we are we are a little bit more than a podcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was looking for inspirational things. <laughs> Um, And comments, and I don't want to do, oh, excuse that. That is our COVID warning for Mm. North Carolina. Yep. Um, I got two of those today. (laughs) Fine. Anyways, going back to what I was saying. So instead of doing motivational Mondays, I don't want to do that. I wanted to do something on Tuesday. So now we are doing Truthful Thoughts Tuesday. It's Truthful Thoughts Tuesday. You sure you can pronounce it right? Triple T Tuesday. Hey, there you go. Basically. So, you know, I downloaded different apps to try to get understandings um, and to get, you know, different quotes that I could provide to our social media. Inspiration, yeah, I get Inspiration. It. So I downloaded Motivational African Quotes. This is just one of the apps I have downloaded. Mm-hmm. And when I opened it today, the first thing that I read is, if you don't have ambition, you shouldn't be alive. I don't... Wow, that, that, that's... That's a lot. It's that, a lot. That's a lot to unpack. Right. So then I swipe. That's okay. Maybe it's just this first one. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. This one. And they're not all bad, but it's just kind of like, what? And then I hear Yvonne Orgy's voice reading these to me, impersonating her mom in a way. <laughs> um, that's how I read it every time I read these things. Um, each person must live their life as a model for others. Must, though? Mm. I mean, it's it's... It's, you should, I think it's nice to be a role model, mm-hmm. but don't tell me that I must. 
Yeah, it's like... It's Unless like, it's a do or die situation. Yeah, I would say, yeah, almost like when you expect, like, you push the narrative that rappers and other celebrities are required to be role models. When, in all actuality, they're human beings just like you are. In a lot of cases, sometimes they didn't ask to be role models. Exactly. Yes, you have people look up to them, but it isn't their responsibility to governing their entire life based on what everyone else is going to see and look to them as. That's yes. kind of the same thing about when people say relationship goals. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at people, oh my gosh, I love your relationship so much. You don't know what goes on behind them scenes. Man. So it's kind of the same concept. They're still human. And when, they, when relationships fail and break up, then we're all upset because oh my gosh relationship goals well you should be your own relationship goals you should have couples hey, that's a word right there <laughs> you should have couples that uh, this totally went off topic but clearly it goes with my rants mm-hmm. so um but you should have couples that you like that inspire you that you are like ooh this is a good couple that you know they they stuck it through but you should be in all reality, your own relationship goals and other couples should be your team. Uh, should be a part of the team that you guys can work together. Like, oh, we have couple friends. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I get that. But going back to my proverb, you know, mm-hmm. sorry for our, our distraction for mm-hmm. a moment. Hey, it happens. Another one is every morning when I wake up, I make my mind up to solve as many problems before retiring home. Mm-hmm. What? I think it's good to set a couple of goals. But to solve the world's problems, you ain't never gonna get sleep. You're not gonna you're not gonna start off with that win like we talked about a few episodes ago. And then I will say, this next one that it says, the harder you work, the luckier you get. I kinda get that one. That one's not as bad as the say, rest of say, them. Say that again. The harder you work, uh-huh. the luckier you get. I don't I, okay. I see where they're trying to go with it. So you're kinda creating your own luck in a sense. Yes. You're okay. you're you're helping path out um, create your own destiny because my takeaway was if you don't do anything, mm-hmm. nothing's gonna get done. That's what that's that's what that reminds me the of. The Lord helps those who help themselves. Yes. Okay, I got you. And then the last one I'm going to read to you because well, the last two I'm going to read to you. Okay. Um, because they these two aren't bad. The very last one is actually very good. I wish I saw that one first, mm-hmm. and then maybe I wouldn't have been perturbed ah, by this okay. by this app. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last the second to last one. Is in life you get you don't get anywhere or do anything you hope to without some sort of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. That one is kind of true. Mm-hmm. And I then get that. and last but not least for today's um, episode of I think it's funny that, mm-hmm. um, but this leads on a positive end, which I think will do a good job leading into this week's topic and share a truth with the class. Is that there there can be no peace without understanding. Mm. So that one. Okay, I, I see them. They got some nuggets in there. They do have some. The, the they little spicy on, nuggets, they yeah. From Wendy's. Very concerned. Shout out Wendy's. We want to be sponsored by y'all. Please do. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's, I got a little concerned in the beginning, but you know, so let me just keep swiping and see what pops up. You stick to it, this. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Yes. But be on the lookout for that. Um, the those posts on our social media on Instagram and on others. Yes. So really quickly, just so you guys are aware, and make sure we we tell you. Um, we now, we have, as I stated before, we have Truthful Thoughts Tuesday, mm-hmm. or Sound Triple T. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to say it slow. <laughs> I hey, get it what y'all not going to do is come at my co-host about her speech therapy that she said you went to a few episodes ago. You're going to respect her. 
Oh, I know I jumbled my words. I'm hey, fine with this. I'm just talking to whoever going to do that because you know who you are. Y'all not innocent. I will mm. call y'all by name next episode if y'all do. <laughs> um, and then last but not least, we have on Fridays mm-hmm. is our... Let me make sure I say it correctly. Mm-hmm. It is our transparent mm-hmm. truths. Mm-hmm. Or or transparent transparent truth Fridays. Right. Um, so TTF, if you would like to call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, that one is more like fun facts. And it, it'll be a wide range of different facts that we can um, come up with. Mm-hmm. I wanted to call it with something with factoid. But that's just because I'm a weirdo and a little bit of a nerd. Um, but yeah. well, factoid is, is an interesting word in and of itself. But we can talk about that later. It is, isn't it? But yeah. So those are our two new um, installations with our podcast for our social media. Please, please, please let us know what you think. Please let us know if you have any um, comments, questions, concerns, inspirational quotes that you would like to provide. Um, anything like that. And if there's also any other things that you think that we would like to see from us. Um, besides the two things we just shared, please let us know. We love feedback, like we always tell you. It helps us grow as a podcast and as a multimedia group. So, we're actually going to move on to our next segment, which the culture scientist actually let us know, which was share a truth with the class. So, share a truth with the class is just an opportunity for us to share a true story, whether it's from the past or the present. And it just allows us to really just kind of let you know a little bit more about us and about things that we found interesting that week or in general. Okay? So, I will give the culture scientist opportunity. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? I'll happily go first. Okay, go ahead. So, I don't remember if I actually said this previously on Mm -hmm. the previous podcast. So, if I have, I apologize. Um, But I... I was in school to be a PhD student. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Go Duke. Shout out Tar Heels. Go Duke. <laughs> um, and we a Duke household. In general, a PhD program is one I. It broke me. I have never been broke so broken in my life. However, it has been about a year mm-hmm. since I have no longer been eligible to be a PhD student. Mm -hmm. And yes, I could have fought it, but I chose to fight for myself. Mm -hmm. I chose to choose me, not not my pride. My pride was definitely hurt. Mm -hmm. But I, like I said, people, I had lots of, I had great support from my friends and different people in my programs. Um, Previous classmates, shout out Shaw Yu. They've all reached out, they were very supportive and they were all like, T, you have to fight, you have to fight. But I did fight. I fought for my mentality. I was not in a mental place for me to go stand up to the graduate school and say, you should let me stay. Mm-hmm. So with all that being said, um, talking with my my boss, or um, we call them PIs, which is, um, stands for um, principal... I it was private guess, investigators. It's, it's principal investigator. They actually run... They're the bosses of the labs, uh, and they have graduate students and lab are techs they, are and Are they like Inspector Gadget? Nothing like Inspector Gadget. You sure? I'm so sure. They you sure they don't have a claw or anything? I'm so sure. Got the little airplane thing. Like Inspector ja- um, Gadget. Well, speaking of Inspector Gadget real quick. Okay. I actually played that for um for my birthday twin today. Really? It was playing. And I was like, oh, watch this. And he didn't really watch it, though, because he's one. Shout out to the birthday twin. We won't shout, shout out to you know um, who birthday you are. twin. And if you ain't listening, we know who got to talk to about it. <laughs> um, But, you know, and... 
Shout out to Birthday Twin. He definitely helps. He's one years old. <laughs> and whenever I have a bad day, I go over. And just in general, I go get some baby love. Because <laughs> baby love brings a joy. I think babies are amazing. And they help, you know, soothe it out. Soothe your days out. So with all that being said, um, after I talked to my, my PI to um, this week. And I had my committee meetings and stuff like that. We officially picked a date. Um, where I hopefully to be done. So, oh, hey, let me, let hold, me, on, hold, hold on, on. Hold on. We go, we going we're not just gonna scam about it. No, you no, got no I, need, I need to make sure I actually finish. I didn't, so I am not finishing with my PhD. However, I am finishing with my second master's degree in biomedical sciences. Hey, so, so can I pause it now? Yes. Because we're not gonna slide about it. We gonna here on the Truth and Transparency podcast. We take whatever victories we get. We gonna take this as victory. We gonna clap it up for it. <sighs> I was gonna give the date as I was getting to. So I'm a person that needs a deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, and as stressful as I am, and as nervous as I am, I'm ready to get out. Yes, it's been a long shout out to Jordan Pierce, five get out. years. Okay. I should be finishing my PhD, but I'm not finishing with a second master's. Mm-hmm. And not many people can say they did a master's me. in biomedical sciences, mm. microimmuno. Although, I will shout out biochemistry and genetics. Y'all are, woof. I applaud y'all. You throwing out a lot of big words, man. I don't know if I know all of them. <laughs> this is why I'm called the cultured scientist. Yes, yes, I yes. am smart when I want to be, but you know. Catch me on a bad day, you Ooh. might not get the smart books. <laughs> or live with her. It's a completely different story. <laughs> <laughs> but I am glad to say, and that was a good, positive thing for me to get, especially after taking a year of, in a way, sleepwalking. Um, but I can go a little bit more into detail about that during this week's topic because, again, it falls kind of in line. Okay. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and share my truth with the class. So, for those who don't know, I've talked about it. A little bit on the podcast that I am a teacher. And for those who have been living on the rock, we've been living in a pandemic. So I have been dealing with teaching during a pandemic and all the very fun, air quotes, uh, challenges that come along with it. Ugh. And the coastal scientists would tell you and my, my family and my friends would tell you, it has been easy. And for me, it has been... Shout out a- to all the teachers out there. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate that. But it's gotten to the point, and I, and I even talked with my admin about it, where it was like I was starting to get to the point where I was just tired. It's kind of that, that tired where it's just like you're mentally just running on E. So many things are so much challenging, and I'm, we're not going to talk about the politics of it, but just know that it's, it's tough. So one truth that I'll let you know is that about a week ago, I would say that I received two different notes from coworkers, one from admin and one from a coworker that I talked to fairly frequently. And they just left me these very positive notes, encouraging me, thanking me, and acknowledging that I demonstrate my why and why I got into teaching on a day-to-day basis and that the conversations and the things that I've said with them really resonated with them. And for me, sometimes being in a thankless position, hearing those things and seeing those things is almost affirmation, but also positive support and kind of gives me that recharge that I needed to kind of finish up until we got to this break that we're on now. Shout out to everybody on break. You know what it is. No work. No work breaks. And for those who can, please try to stay at, at home or do minimal gatherings with your families because the, the, increases, the increase of COVID is happening. Yeah. Um, you may not 
feel it and it may not affect you necessarily, mm-hmm. but it still affects people. Right. And it's ignorant to think that you are invincible, in That's my right. opinion. And I'm sorry if you are feeling attacked, but if you are feeling invincible, you I have agree. to remember there are some others who are around you that may have gotten it. And some are lucky where it does not affect them as much, but not everybody is lucky. And you can go, what, to D.C., I believe, mm-hmm. and they have all the flags of who have passed away. Exactly. And it is a large, large right. number. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to get my soapbox for a quick second. Let me let me break this down to you. Just because it's not a million people, just because it's not half a million people, just because it's not two million or five million people. That you're aware of. That you're aware of. The fact that we have what's the equivalent in some ways, small countries size worth of deaths, and a large margin between us and the next country that has deaths for coronavirus, you have to understand that it's respecting and caring about others and understanding that you may not get it, your friends may not get it, but if they go around somebody else who has it, we know friends who literally have family members who went somewhere and had no idea the other person had COVID, and then they had it, and they have had long-lasting effects of it. I've known people who've died from it. And it's, it's fair, and it's not fair to those people by thinking that, oh, it's been so rough that I, I need to go see family. No. If you see the family now and then you turn around and they get COVID, you're going to pay for those funeral arrangements? Are you going to be there next year? Sure. Um, I also was it. I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I've got, I've, unfortunately this year, Thanksgiving is more of a, mm-hmm. it's another day. I get to spend it. With the man that I love. Hey, um, that's me. I But it's just, in a way, like I've heard people say, oh, it's just another day. Like, in, in reference to other things. And that's how I feel about Thanksgiving. Like, mm-hmm. I want COVID to go away as much as the next person. Exactly, yeah. We do go out and we do do things, but we, dil- we do go get tested. We're very diligent about we that. We are still diligent about who we are around. So, like, we try to keep the same amount of people that we are around. And if it's somebody new, we try to keep our distance. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I would, you know, I really would like for next year to kind of get back to normal. I really just want to go home. I haven't been home in two years. I'm kind of homesick. So yeah. I'm really sick. Personally, mm-hmm. I'm annoyed by people who... Can't resist the urge. Then I have re- to go out. I yeah. have to go be around or, people. Not even that. Who complain? Oh, I haven't been home. And I get it. First off, people, please stop going to my city so I can go to my city, which is Vegas. I would like to go home. Um, <laughs> but they, 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 they wild and wild. They are wild and wild. My nephew is host. My nephew is hosting um, Thanksgiving dinner today at their house, and. Where am I? I'm here because I live in North Carolina, which was a choice that I made, but. I just wish people would stop complaining as much about the family they don't get to see, mm-hmm. because I can I can't for multiple reasons go home right until sometime next year. So you know we just ha- we kind of just have to kind of be in the thick of it and just work through it. Yeah, and that is I think that's our truth for this week is that's where we stand. Yeah, man. So we're gonna hop off that uh, soapbox and. You guys can feel how you may feel, but that's one thing I'm not going to... You can argue with your mamas and all that other stuff. But moving on, we're actually going to do a, go into our next segment, which is the Black Business Highlight. 
So we had we really love all the support that we've heard back from people who liked our new segment. And we want to actually highlight two new businesses. So the first business that I would like to highlight is Task Creates. This is one very dear, near and dear to my heart. I love them. Uh, Task Creates is a consulting company where they say that your brand is your identity. Task Creates allows to allows you to help allows to help your business reflect your work ethic. A first impression is essential to making a lasting mark with your consumers. Task Creates advises several business owners to resolve real world problems through our, their design and client relationship. They will also actively seek to make your ideas come into fruition. And you can see their information in the show notes. And our second highlight for this week is one that we actually, well, I recently hired for Brother X's 30th birthday. Hey, Since, of course, that's me again. we are during COVID times. They were wonderful. I hired them. Um, and they are Indulge Catering LLC. And this is a labor of love, embracing the model, indulging one bite, one plate, one meal at a time. And this is what Indulge Catering sets, what sets Indulge Catering apart. If you're looking to cater a corporate event or a small gathering, gathering in your home, they have you covered. Executive chef, Queen Precious Jewel, shout out, shout out you. Hmm. And she's also a, um, a member of Zeta Phi Beta. Hey, Dove Love, Dove Love, you know what it is. And her partner, The only Su- constitutionally bound organizations. And her partner, sous chef, Jacqueline, have built a highly sought-after catering business by catering healthy, flavorful dishes that astonish and delight clients, all while using fresh ingredients from local vendors. And they will. They have things such as order and pickup. They have holiday menus and spices. You can donate to their campaign. Currently, they just finished um, being there in the top five mm-hmm. for WRAL's, um, what was it? WRAL's um, restaurant uh, choice awards. Okay. So that was really nice. Um, Viewers choice awards. Um, they also... So what we ordered from them was they couldn't come in your house and cook for you. Right, However, they have a celebration box. So you they have a rest um, they have different recipes or you can tell them what you were interested in and mm-hmm. they will try to make it for you and they'll personalize everything down to the smallest little touch. And it was very beautiful um, and I was very happy to be able to support. And more details will be in the show notes as well. Yep, and if I remember, hopefully somebody can remind me, I'll post some of the really great, awesome um, little cards and things that they added to the experience of the dinner, which blew my mind away when I saw it for the first time. They provided the birthday card, these really bomb flowers. Oh, Ooh. phenomenal. I said, I would have never picked these but out. <laughs> I, I, I felt when I walked down, I saw I was like, oh, I get to have nice things. I, I'm appreciated. The cards are like card stock, like the good card stock. Mm. Um, and that steak was bomb. It was, it was. That's it was. all I got to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we've kind of alluded to it a little bit throughout some of the stuff we talked about. But today's topic, and you've probably seen it in the, in the, um, the title of this episode, which is gratitude. I mean, it makes sense. This week is Thanksgiving. Hey, you're right. And with gratitude, we actually want to kind of break it down to some categories and maybe we'll just kind of let it flow and see where we go with this. Clearly, so, this episode is a let it flow episode. <laughs> so we, we, we're on a break, man. And when we're on a break, I like, I like to take things a little easy for once. So what we're going to try to look at is what does gratitude look like? Why is it important? And misconceptions that are related to gratitude. So I guess I'll kind of kick it off since this was my topic that I brought up. Um, gratitude, 
I'm not going to try to give a, a clear definition. We'll just kind of talk about it. Gratitude to me is showing appreciation for something being done for you to support you, to recognize the efforts that you have made, as well as just kind of overall being positive towards someone for the efforts that they've made that has an influence on your life. What do you think? I agree. It's also, I would also add that gratitude is what having, um, taking time and reflecting upon your life. What's the good things in your life? What's happening in your life? Which clearly is really hard right now. Everybody's probably going through their own different struggles, Mm -hmm. but it's always important to try to remember what is gratitude? What is, what, what can I be grateful for? Um, and I think if, if you can always find at least one thing, which I mean, you wake up this morning, that's one reason to be grateful. Hey, you got <laughs> right up there. Which, um, which side note, I heard a phrase that sounds really weird. It's called, they woke up dead. Have you ever heard that before? I've never heard that, but I, I think I, I think I kind of understand what they're trying to say. It always sounds weird to me because you wake up dead, but if you did, how do you... Okay, I'm going to think about that later. I'm, I'm... It is a weird statement. So, with that, it's just kind of like we hear this gratitude or you hear comments of like some people are ungrateful or you better be, you need to be grateful for things. And we can do a wide, a wide range of things. Say, for example, you look at it like in parental relationships. Children are asked sometimes to be grateful because of things that are provided for them. When in some cases, and this is not a shot at anybody, some of these things are things you should be doing if you are a parent. Okay. Like saying you're providing basic necessity for a child or a person to live, you can be grateful for it. But when you hold it over them like it's a a weight or something, then I don't know if it's necessarily something that's gratitude. It's more so you're trying to hold them. It it kind of almost turns into something transactional. I get that. Mm-hmm. I was th- I just finished um, a series of unfortunate events, um, and in a way. Mm-hmm. Since they were orphans, right? They always they always seem to find the positive outlook, right? And when people are like, "Oh, you're not grateful," or this, like they didn't necessarily say those words to mm-hmm. to the children, right. but these are grown adults who are supposed to be taking care of these children. And trust me, I understand the point of the show, mm-hmm. but it's a good example to adjust the um what calling a child ungrateful. Right. Because that, that can be damaging. I've been called ungrateful before. And it is an extremely... It can be very hurtful. It. I'm a sensitive person, A. Yes. Um. B, I've worked through that. So with me working through that, it's been... A, it's still... But that is still one of my um, triggers right. to be called ungrateful. Because I feel like I have moments. Like, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm a... I can be a brat. I can be, I can, I can be more, I can be ungrateful, mm-hmm. but when certain people call me ungrateful, it's, it's a sting, especially because I'm not ungrateful on many things. So it's just, it hurts, but that's one of the things you have to be realistic is other times when I'm un, when I'm ungrateful and why exactly, why is this person saying that? And that's something that I try to look at, um, although it, it, it frustrates me. Yeah, so I mean, and I look at it with gratitude. I think one thing that I feel like needs to be addressed is that, hmm. And I don't, and I don't want this just to be negative because I do want to look at the positive aspects of gratitude. And I think that 
one of the negative things that we kind of deal with is you also see it in relationships. A lot of times romantic relationships where it's like, you should be grateful I'm not out here cheating. So Oh, I hate that statement. So there was a post or something on social media I saw a couple of weeks ago where there was a comment of, from a guy to a woman saying that she should be grateful or he deserved kudos for not cheating. Now, this is this is some deep water that we're about to wade into, and it wasn't necessarily where I intended to go, but hell, we're here. And we have to recognize that if your communication and your courting of who you are and what you're trying to do with this person you're trying to grow with, if it's not clear that you not wanting to see other people or you're not trying to pursue other people, if it's already clear that that's something that you want to make sure that you guys are exclusive, is upholding holding yourself to the communicated uh, goals really something you should receive kudos for? Yes, it is challenging in all these situations where there is temptation. But if the person that you care about is important enough and what you're trying to build is important enough, then you should be purposely working towards those goals and not feeling like you have to be rewarded every single time that you do something good. It's kind of like it's almost to the first analogy I gave about parents with relationships and that if you are doing what you said that you wanted to do to be a parent or what is expected of a parent, then yes, you should be a person to be grateful, but forcing it or throwing it in someone else's face so that they can be grateful, it kind of takes away from the true purpose and meaning behind it. So, I guess when I yeah go ahead. No, go. Ahead. I guess what I will say about that, just kind of top that portion of it is, just be mindful when you look at gratitude with misconceptions and everything, because a lot of times you have to look at what your intent was by saying these things and what your goal was when you were looking for gratitude. Because if you're looking for recognition or you're looking for them to this big grandiose gesture, sometimes then you may have to examine why you actually did that act or whatever in the first place. Yeah, like if if your reasons if you are if you always do something with the intent of being thanked mm-hmm. or in like the simplest form being thanked or being recognized. Not everything you do needs to be 1000% recognized. Mm-hmm. Um it should not be done with alternative things although you know sometimes it's necessary Mm -hmm. um but yeah so like that's important to always do and then the last one of the things we were we're going to talk about one of the things we're going to talk about was why is gratitude important um and i think for me in all aspects from my perspective from me receiving it and you know vice versa Mm -hmm. it's something that helps keep people grounded yeah yeah in a way um, I, I don't have everything I've wanted, but I've always have what I needed. Mm-hmm. And that is what I am most thankful for. Mm-hmm. I know I complain. I know I have my, mo- again, I'm human. I'm, we, we can tell you what you shouldn't do, what we think is best. Right. But when it comes down to it, we're still human. So we have our moments where we don't rec- we we might get wrapped up in our own thing and forget, oh, we do have a lot to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. And it's important because it brings things back full circle sometimes and it helps lower your anxiety. 
Mm-hmm. It's a good thing to do a checklist. And maybe that's an anchor for some people to have. Right. Or when you're super stressed out, have an anchor and have one grateful thing that's an anchor. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can do that from yeah. there. Yeah, two Thank things that. that come to mind when you say that. One most recent is it helps keep perspective on situations. And two, I think this is something I heard in the podcast I listened to a couple weeks back. It's also, it's a way of affirming, especially in relationship, you're affirming your partner or you're affirming someone in their actions that is working towards the goals or you're meeting the expectations. Look how we kind of tied in the last week. <laughs> but you're affirming them in such a manner that lets them know that I see that you are making efforts. I see that you are trying to do your best. And I recognize that. And you want it to be genuine in your appreciation. Once it becomes less genuine and it becomes a task or a duty that, oh. Or a tick for tack. Exactly. And it that becomes can be tr- described in two different ways, but tick for tack and grateful in this instance. Yeah, and it, and it, becomes, it, it becomes transactional. When it comes to relationships, one of the biggest things that I've, I've struggled with, both subconsciously and consciously, is that it was either a tick for tack or it was about being transactional, that I'm doing all this for you, you should show your appreciation. And whether that's be through love languages or whether it's things you say or actions that you do, it's something that you have to realize that sometimes gratitude may not look in the format that you need it to, but it is you seeking affirmation to know that, okay, I am doing stuff that's leading me towards our end goal or what we're supposed to be working to and that I am upholding my part in this partnership. I completely agree. Yeah. So let's kind of, uh, let's take flip, uh, change gears, look at what does gratitude look like? Let's let's try to give some examples to, to the listeners and we can kind of wrap it up after that. I give Malcolm fruit snacks. When I go to the grocery store. She knows my love language. Or if I'm out and about and I happen to stop at a gas station and I think, I'm like, hmm, Malcolm likes Kit Kats. Specifically, the, I call it the Girl Scout cookie hey. kind the uh thin mint kind hey shout um, out to all the girl scouts y'all know y'all coming in the in the winter time you better have my boxes ready you little pushers hey um, we're not gonna talk about that um i was a girl scout so i can't complain i had my parents were the real pushers i just had to look cute and be like i'm the daughter oh um, you were just a spokesperson i was they they took it to work that was the man i was top cookie seller oh yeah you, you, you had the gucci gucci badge and everything with man, the brand and everything i should have <laughs> See, now I forgot what I was saying. We were <laughs> I got, talking, we I were, got distracted. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We were talking about um, what are some examples of gratitude. Oh, yeah. So he likes that candy. So sometimes I go and pick up a Kit Kat um, and I randomly drop off a Kit Kat. Malcolm knows I love lots of things. <laughs> she loves airheads. She loves hot pickles. She loves... Food, food very much. Is her love Is language. one of my love languages. Mm-hmm. Um... And we, that's how we show gratitude sometimes to each yes. other is we're like, oh, here you go. And it's just a simple act. Right. And, and it's, and it's random. We don't expect like, oh, she's going to go grab fruit snacks from the pantry. She, I expect her to sit, grab me one. But when she does, when she goes in, she does grab an extra one. She's like, oh, I think Malcolm might want one. So I'll grab one for him. It's the intent and in not expecting for it to happen, but being appreciative when it does happen. Right. That's the best example I can come up with right now. Um, I'm pretty sure there's multiple examples mm-hmm. of what about- gratitude looks like. So I would say maybe if I had to pick another example. So, again, 
um, gratitude. One thing that I feel like is going and contributing your volu- volunteering, mm-hmm. giving your time right. to others, regardless of who that is, what that is. Um, if you're giving your time to somebody that it either has, sometimes it's either because you're grateful. So like the best example I can think of mm-hmm. um, that I'm very appreciative of is that uh, my biological mom, mm-hmm. when I go up and visit in Jersey mm-hmm. um, in college, one of the things that every Thanksgiving we would go to the out to the homeless. We would, we would literally make meals together and then go out and feed the homeless. Mm-hmm. And that was one way of me being appreciative of what I have, but also recognizing like I I'm I have gratitude for what I have. But also recognizing that not everybody is as as blessed or lucky. Mm-hmm. I don't like saying blessed sometimes because it, it sometimes if you say not as blessed right. to me it has a, a it can have a negative connotation. Yeah, I get that. But you know, I don't necessarily have to want for things. Yes, I do, but I have a roof over my head. Mm-hmm. I have. Um, I say I'm broke, but I can. I, all my bills are paid. Like, things like that. And me trying to show gratitude is by me giving back. Right. And that's one way I know I show gratitude. And I give back in many ways. And that's the way I do it. Because it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. And then I would say the last thing for me um, when for showing gratitude is to God. Okay. The One of the ways I show gratitude to God, or I haven't in a while, but I really need to, mm-hmm. is um I used to mind. So miming um, in the church. That was my way of praise and worship and showing gratitude to God for all that he has done for me. Um, shout out to Watch Chapel and the uh, liturgi- liturgical dance um, dance ministry. <laughs> I love y'all. Um, so I guess I can kind of take it from my end with ways I see gratitude. One, I do want to point out that it did come to mind. and Some of you may have thought about it while you were listening is that you heard um, acts of service and different things. You probably have heard of love languages. And please understand that when we talk about love languages, these things don't always have to be from a romantic relationship yep. standpoint. People feel different affirmations or different ways of feeling love and support through different types of love languages. So if you like, are... if Joy brings me a, um, a Big Mac. Mm-hmm. That's that's me and Joy's love language. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to Nurse Joy. <laughs> See, I was on a roll, and you just I'm don't. Sorry. You literally just hit me with the buzz. I'm sorry, cause I it came to my mind. It was funny, so I had to get it out. Go. Okay, so getting back to my point, it was just like recognizing that for some people, how they feel gratitude or how they feel that you are grateful for what they're doing for you or what they've been doing or what they've been trying to do. Because a lot of times people will feel gratitude, will like to feel gratitude for when they have been making mistakes, but you do acknowledge that they are trying to improve. They're trying to better themselves. Mm-hmm. So finding ways that you can show gratitude in that way, it's almost like you're figuring out how to show that person love the way that they need to feel it. Because you can't just do everything the same way for everybody. That's why there's different ways of showing gratitude and showing love. Another way that you can kind of look at um, gratitude is through another one that I've heard. I think it's about the same people is called apology languages and acknowledging when you are wrong and recognizing, or you may have caused a fault or harm to someone and recognizing how you need to apologize, whether it's by changing of behavior, whether it's by verbally giving affirmation that you're not going to do that behavior again. 
it allows for the other person to feel that you are grateful that you recognize you're grateful to them because they've expressed a concern to you you have recognized that this is something that i need to address and to give back to them and to show them that you are chosen you're either changing behavior acknowledging what you did was wrong and moving and changing your yeah going back to change behavior so there's that and then also showing gratitude is by simply not always sometimes almost doing things without expecting a response yes just learning showing gratitude for a person like it's great to sew into someone else's business with money or buying um uh, purchases then you that's where you may show gratitude but the other per, but also showing gratitude is recognizing that sometimes you're not may you may not get the same exact way back and that's okay acknowledging them and recognizing that they're doing great things and they may not always do the same thing back to you it's not a slide on you it's not that you are being used or the relationship is not equal it's just that sometimes they may not be able to do in that moment what you were able to do. Like for me, I can maybe financially do some things that the cultural scientists may not be able to do. And sometimes the cultural scientists can do things more emotionally for friends, stuff that I may not be adept at doing. And being grateful, showing gratitude in that is also recognizing that it's okay. That we are at different points at different things and knowing how to show those things and be able to show them in a fashion that helps others is almost in its own way of showing gratitude. So, with that, that actually brings us to our final segment, which is one of my favorites, is our transparency moment. And in that moment, for those who haven't listened to us before, it is a moment where we actually talk about things that we either want to work on for the following week, or we actually want you guys to work on or think about on your day-to-day. So, I want to say, culture scientists, do you have anything, or do we want to kind of go the other way we were talking about? So, I was trying to ask whether or not we wanted to give them something that we're going to work on, or do we want to challenge the audience to listen, to try something this week? Um, I guess let's challenge the audience. In general, for me, I'm trying to do better in general with everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Mainly my attitude and not getting agitated as quickly. With everything. Like, people... I don't know why I'm being agitated so quick. It's certain things. Um, so, I challenge you to figure out what could... What's your transparent moment for this week? Mm-hmm. What can you... What do you think you might need to work on? Mm-hmm. Um, take a true reflection on yourself. Because, like, I, so I really had to sit back and be like, Is it me? Mm-hmm. Why am I... Why am I snapping... At certain people quicker than others. Me? She's talking about me? I am not, actually. Um, um, I, I'm going to tell my therapist <laughs> I'm actually referring to other people, but um, oh, okay. I realized that I snapped, and I don't know exactly why, but I'm happy that I was able to recognize it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So, yes, my challenge, I think we should send out a challenge to you guys to figure out what you guys can do this week for yourself. Mm-hmm. What... 
In fact, what's something that you can, a way you can show gratitude this week? You took the word, you read my mind, man. Yeah, we want to challenge you guys to find something that you are grateful for or how do you show gratitude and what do you see gratitude in your own lives. Try to make it about others. I know it's always easy and for us to focus and make it about us, but try to figure out how does gratitude look to others. Maybe it's a conversation you have over the holiday break. Maybe it's something that you think about internally in your own meditation time. Or maybe something that you do some research on. Just like I say, with like the apology languages, the love languages, and basically kind of looking at those things. And let us know um, on social medias. Um, yeah, please. Um, you can check, email us at truthandtransparencypod123 at gmail.com. That truthandtransparencypod123 at gmail.com. You can also let us know on... If I can pull it up right here. You can let us know on Twitter at thetntpod123. That's again the TNT Pod one two three on Twitter, and you know help help us out. Send us some messages. Maybe we might share some of your gratitude thoughts this week um, on our Insta story. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to share your thoughts, opinions, comments um, on our social media. Yeah. So I mean, um, like we said before, you can always check us out. Um, let us know what you think. Please continue to give us feedback. We thank you guys for listening. The support is always appreciative. Man, like I said in previous episode, if things don't get any bigger than what they are right now, I'm forever grateful for you guys supporting us. And with that being said, I'm the I'm Brother X. And I am the culture scientist. Oh, so you so you like 80s hip hop now? I'm everything. What you talking about? Alright guys, with that being said, we're actually going to end this episode. Alright, we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Oh, that's all you got this week? We ain't got the beatbox this week? Look, I can't beatbox anyway, so. Oh, okay. All right, we're just going to end it on that. Okay, bye. No, I can't beatbox. Oh, okay.